Hey guys, Eric here. I just want to do a couple shout outs for people that gave the show reviews on iTunes. Uh, we had a very good first week on the show. Uh, I mean, 10 ratings in one week might seem little for some people, but for me, that's a lot. Uh, I got a couple reviews here I want to give a shout out to. Um, let's see, where should I start? Jay Oso. Huge fan of his old podcast, and with this new podcast, I'm thoroughly impressed and cannot wait for more. Um, yeah, if you like the show and you don't want to wait till next week for my charming voice, uh, <laughs> check out It Came From The Video Store. You can listen to me, my brother, and my buddy Matt, and we talk about shitty comic book and horror movies. Um, Amberella wrote, great to listen to while burning through the workday. Can't wait for more. Awesome by Jess Matilda. First podcast was very entertaining and a great voice, Eric. Loved it. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you, Jess. Uh, Z Green Machine. Glad to listen to this on my iPhone. Can't wait to listen in between Uber trips. And he said his Mondays did get totally better. <laughs> All right. This one is biased. Okay. This this review right here is a little biased. Appreciate it, though, anyways. It's uh, by my friend Trevor, who is on an episode coming up. Uh, sometime soon, <laughs> soon. Uh, but he wrote something very topical and amusing uh, to listen to whenever you're on the go or just sitting at home with minimal things to do. The topics on the podcast are interesting and often comical. So, thanks, Trev. <laughs> and uh, let's see, fantastic uh, by Steph One Four Three. I love listening to Eric, and I'm loving the new podcast. I'm excited to listen to more episodes. And thank you all for the five stars. That means so much to me. Uh, I'm kind of impressed you know, with how well the show was doing on one episode. So uh, in this new episode, I talk with my friend Arsheen from my Second City Improv class. Uh, she is really fucking funny. And we dive into her doing stand-up and her roots in Texas and all the, f- the funny things that uh, she's gone through and... I mean, chances are I'm going to have her on for another episode. Uh, We only scratched the surface of our sheen. This is a really funny episode, so I hope you all enjoy. Uh, Once again, leave a rating and review, and I'll read it on the air. Also, check out the Instagram page and Facebook page at Totally Wong Podcast. But uh, anyways, here's the episode. Check two. Okay. Motherfucker. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going blue, right? Are we live? <laughs> yes, we're live now. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Totally Wong Podcast. I'm Eric Wong. Uh, before we get started, if you like what you hear, why don't you leave me a rating and review on iTunes? Uh, that helps a lot. I read all the reviews on air. Uh, check out the Facebook and Instagram page at both Totally, totally Wong Podcast. I can't even say my own show. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you should follow me on Instagram. I post funny shit. At least I try to. I post other people's funny shit. All right. Today with me, I have my friend Arsheen. Hello. Hi, everybody. So, you're from Texas, right? I am. I'm from Dallas. What's it like down in Texas? Oh, you know, so much fun. Just a lot of crazy people walking right. the around. The stars at night <laughs> are big and bright. Deep, Deep in, in the heart of Texas. Texas. That's exactly right. I only know that from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh my gosh, do you? 
please tell me you've seen that movie. Okay, I haven't seen the movie, but I know the show, right? <laughs> but the movie is better than the show. It's it's like the only time you can say that. He is such a strange person. I can't watch that. Have you seen half the people that go to Second City? Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, by the different. way, we're uh, recording live from Second City. Live from Second City. It's us. In a booth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you do comedy. You've been doing co- How long have you been doing comedy? Yeah, so I, uh, I started doing improv three years ago. Uh, in Dallas and uh, I went through there they have a similar program than what they do here and I did that for I took took a full year Mm. uh, similar to this and then after that I took a little bit of a break and then I decided to jump into stand-up I kind of wanted to see what that was like and uh, I have so many crazy random stories Uh, (laughs) in my embarrassing stories I was like okay needs to be shared with people those are the best kind though so so what's the the comedy scene like in Dallas so especially for like what I'm assuming open mics right yeah so they actually do have a pretty pretty decent comedy scene I know I feel looking at your face I can tell it's like well (laughs) no I'm, I'm curious because I mean like I feel like in Chicago especially in the city it's more PC now that's why people ask me like well, how come you don't do city mics i'm like because i don't feel like getting ridiculed on stage because i said something a little too controversial oh, as opposed to saying out in the suburbs getting a laugh i've said shit in the city and people get offended really that's so interesting yeah. well so they have um the dallas comedy house which is similar to second city they do classes they have a training center mm-hmm. so they do improv stand-up storytelling and sketch mm-hmm. and they have a pretty decent like open mic every tuesday mm-hmm. so they have like 50 you know signups so like it's a pretty coveted like open mic to go to so that's kind of where i started the the stand-up thing like i took their classes and then i jumped into doing their, their so, open so what made you wanted to try stand-up though i think Gosh, it's like I have so many crazy things that happen to me. It's like, obviously, that would happen to me, Uh which we will dive into later. But I just improv gave me like the confidence to like just get out there Mm -hmm. and just because being on stage, it just seems so intimidating at first. And like even in class, like here, when you're jumping out and doing a random scene, it's like you got to get over that initial like feel weird i look weird this is dumb i don't yeah, know you, you, you just you you can't be yourself yeah actually really like just don't think about yourself just get out there and fucking do it yeah I don't care what people think about me especially like improv we're doing characters so half the yes. time we're never really supposed to be ourselves anyways yeah so you shouldn't feel guilty for acting like a hobo or if you know the scene calls for you to be a, act like a five-year-old that's not you that's just what the scene calls for so you shouldn't feel like I shouldn't be doing this. This is weird. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly right. So, so how did your first open mic go? Do you remember your first open I mic? I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this was after I had done improv and like I got some stage, you know, presence under my under my belt, and then I had this big showcase that I had with my stand-up class. You're making fun of me. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? D- d- just so you, you guys are aware right now, uh, we have our <laughs> friends, uh, Zach and Ron, just watching us. <laughs> just watching us creepily and just... <laughs> I, I was asked to be here. Oh. And now asked to leave. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> and Thanks I'm so just much. creepy. <laughs> I have Zach just taking photos. Oh, God. And video. Again, creepy. No, but he's making fun. I talk with my hands a lot. I know your listeners can't <laughs> see that, but I'm very expressive. Um, but... 
going back to but, your, yeah back to your first open mic my first open mic so i had done uh the stand-up class mm-hmm. and uh we had this big showcase at the end and we had this like five minute set that we had prepared in class and like we had just performed that for like 150 people mm-hmm. so showcases usually get sold out so that was insane to like go from not performing in front of people to having this entire showcase so that first open mic i did was after the showcase and so i was um the very last person to go that's the worst (laughs) (laughs) i had like dude it was like 11 30 p.m on a tuesday and i was like i don't even know how i'm awake right now but like this is like you got to do it right you got to get out to as many open mics as possible Mm -hmm. and i just was like okay this is it all right my first open mic and like four people are there including the the guy who is like the host who's like also really you're performing for like three people (laughs) three people and it's the three people that went right before me (sighs) so (laughs) So, it was full but it was full in the beginning right yeah in the beginning when they start at like seven or eight so it's kind they have 50 people right so they have like 50 people performing performing oh shit yeah yeah Yeah. okay it's like so you have to like sign up with before like a certain time doesn't that make you the headliner if you went last yeah oh it does (laughs) you're right so my first open mic i was the headliner uh and i killed it with three people two of which were my friends (laughs) uh my first open mic i got into it as a joke my friend was doing an open mic for her college and I said something like, oh, yeah, I do a pretty good Christopher Walken impression. Oh, gosh. And she's like, oh, cool, I'm putting you down. I was like, wait, 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 what? What? And I just decided to just go with it because I've always joked about doing stand-up. And then... You joked about doing comedy? Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> not a joke. Uh, and that was, I think, right around the time the election was going on for Trump and oh, Clinton. Great. And I had all this material. I mean, I had 15 minutes of material I could have used. And right before I get up on stage, by the way, I'm drunk off my ass. Of course. And they're like, yeah, if you can stray away from politics, that'd be great. Because it was on a college campus. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. And I just downed the whole flask of vodka what? into my slushy. Oh, geez. Is this my water? I can't remember. It's not mine. It's my mine. Oh, geez. So I went up there drunk off my ass. Great. I even, I even said, like, they don't want me to tell jokes about Trump. Oh, I would have hated you. As I'm patiently waiting, like, I can't wait. I performed like, in front of six people, six wow. or seven people. Two of them, two were friends that came out into the city to see it. And then there's my brother and my buddy who came with me. Well, actually, no, there's a good, like, eight people in the crowd. Because I think I came with four or five people of my own. I was like, that's so brave to, like, bring your friends to come see it. Well, you were drunk, so maybe. Oh, <laughs> More dude, I was... <laughs> Not only that, no one told me, like, my mouth was blue because I had a blue slushy. Oh, jeez. It's part of your act, right? And, uh, but, I mean, for for as little as a crowd it was, I, it was a good laugh. I mean, yeah. I went from having 10 minutes of material, I was up there for three minutes because I couldn't I couldn't say this, I couldn't say that, oh. couldn't say that. And I'm just like, look at my phone. Well, there goes all this precious oh, material. Oh, jeez. How do you, like, do you practice beforehand or you just kind of... I don't like to rehearse my jokes necessarily. Uh, when I took the stand-up class here, they're like, you got to rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. I can't act like in my room like I'm in front of a group of people because oh. I just – I feel stupid. I don't like doing That's that. That's all I do. Now, I'll, when I'm driving, I will go over it in my head and I'll say things out loud. I like to do it when I'm driving. Yeah. 
but then you get weird looks from people, which <laughs> when you're driving <laughs> I by. I get that usually, so I don't so, care now. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I don't like to just sit there in my room and rehearse. I, I need to be out doing something because that's when I'm driving, I think of the most material for some that's reason. so interesting. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I am the person who rehearses in their room with, like, my remote control as my microphone. I totally do that. But I, I know, like, you're not supposed to be too Do you play a laugh but... track off your phone? Oh, too? don't need it. <laughs> don't need it. No. I... <laughs> my cat's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a cat lady. Your dog? No, not, not yet. Really? Not yet. Not, Goldfish? Not yet a corgi mom. Not yet. I thought, about, I thought about getting a corgi. Are they cute? That or Pomeranians. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. No, no Pomeranians. <laughs> God, froofy dogs. I would have guessed a like a, I don't know, a pit bull or like a. Okay, so I want a pit bull for my new place, but he said no big dogs that are known to bite, and I oh. wanted a. So, I had a cockapoo, which is a cocker spaniel poodle, and he sadly passed away. Mm. So we didn't want to get anything around the same breed, and me and my brother really wanted a bulldog, but our new yeah. apartment has a huge flight of stairs. I'm like that dog oh, will not well. survive. Yeah. So we're we're in the midst of trying to figure it out. But you, so yeah, you rehearse a lot. I do rehearse a lot. And like, I do, I have a couple of like, my best friends would like come over to my apartment. And I'll be like, okay guys, here we go. Like that's my audience. Um, and they're, they're very honest. So, but that's good. But I need that. I need that. And like my best friend, she'll be like, Arshin, I know you can do that better. Like, I know you can like deliver that stronger. And I'm like, I, I just need that. But going to open mics too, it's like, it's just that, you know. Let's see how this works in uh, a room full of, like, three dudes in the uh, So, I will run shit by my middle brother. Actually, by, by both brothers, because they will both be brutally honest. Yeah, right? You knew if that. They, if they think something's funny, they will laugh their asses off. Especially yeah. my youngest brother. He's, like, the meanest out of the three of us for some reason. <laughs> so, like, if I say something and he actually kind of chuckles at it, I'm like, I'm going to keep that. Yeah. But a majority of the time, if I'm around friends and I want to test a joke. I won't even announce it's a joke. I will just kind of work it into a conversation oh my god and see, yeah and it usually you're sneaky the best way it is the best yeah. way because you <laughs> that's zach by the way yeah you're currently in a booth with three dudes <laughs> you're on test something out oh pressure that sounded so weird you can <laughs> that was really weird <laughs> with, with three dudes <laughs> anyway i'm the creepy one remember yeah oh jeez. Oh so yeah that's what you get being at open mics at 11 30 man but um no, I just any stage time is is Good. so beneficial. There was one open mic where you know this is where you're supposed to test out jokes, but also like different concepts. And like, ugh. I was like telling you about inviting people. So I had a friend who was like, "Oh my god, Arshina, I really want to see you perform." And I'm like, "Okay, great. I'm going to an open mic tonight." Mm-hmm. And so she brought a couple friends, and like, I was like, "Oh no, this is the one open mic where I was going to like test something new." So I had this. Um, it was crazy. <laughs> not a crazy thing that happened to me but a very like funny embarrassing moment where i i missed a flight Mm -hmm. and just like dealing with that and so i was like let me try to do like a act this out i love i mean you've been in class with me you know that i love to act things out very (laughs) expressive and so i was like let me act this out but like kind of i know the base of the story like Mm -hmm. let me kind of improvise a little bit and like 
add some of these jokes in there. It was a new concept. It failed miserably. You have to fail sometimes. I mean, but you do. Yeah, for sure. But I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm so confident. Work. Like, I know it's going to happen. Like, this because it just happened to me. And I was like, this is going to work. Absolutely not. Silence in the entire. And there were six people that night. Um, so double in numbers. <laughs> but it was so. I was like, I don't even want to face my friends right now. Like, it was horrible. Like, they just looked at me like. Oh, I, I, I bombed one time. Normally I would go like <laughs> with one person or like my brother. And uh, this one time I brought my, f- well, a former friend and her best friend who I never met. So this girl is her friend who's never met me before. is going to see my jokes for the first time. And the first half of my act was going so well. And then I threw in a joke that happened within the same week. Like it was a, actually a story that happened within the same week. It was uh, I was at a girl's house and we we're playing cards against humanity and her baby daddy showed up drunk and he thought i was there like you know bang one out oh and he was like threatening to kick my ass and i'm thinking like how the fuck do i get out of this so i acted to be i pretended to be gay oh my god i hope that doesn't offend anybody pretended eric no you're i hope that it was a survival it was a survival (laughs) mode pretended oh (laughs) so but no i acted you know i'm sitting here like okay either i can get my my ass kicked. I'm like, oh honey, no. <laughs> like, oh honey. <laughs> well, and like I used, I used to be a boxer. And if anyone, no. yeah, no, I was. I shit you not. I have photos and everything. You guys, else. did you hear how he like just threw that in? Like, oh, I used to be a boxer. And that being said, anyone who's seen me fight knows I had to talk myself out of this because like this dude was gonna kick my ass. And so I, be careful around Eric, everyone. <laughs> I made a whole joke about it, you know, and. I didn't really work on it that well because it happened two days before the open mic, and I just delivered the story terribly. Oh, man. I started yelling, and it, everyone just went dead. I'm like, well, I'm done. Did you feel as you were doing it, like you, you, oh, can, you, can, it. Felt the, you can feel the audience not like yes. accepting it? So you like add more to it. You're more um, I just, extravagant. More I'm sitting extra. here like, well commit <laughs> yeah exactly right and like man you just want to act so much when you're out there like i just want a reaction I, at least i felt i was like let me heighten this a little bit even though it was just gone it was horrible for me i like to act things out so when i did my oh, I graduation class for stand-up level one everything was going really well and then i did a bit where i'm acting out a child uh with a scraped knee and like how your mom how you remember it almost as like your mom puts the bandaid on it and yeah. kisses it and Aww. everything's all beautiful. But in hindsight or retrospective, it's more like an exorcism going on. And I'm on the stool screaming like, <gasps> and like I admit, like my mom, like when she's putting peroxide on, it's like sprinkling holy water on a demon. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs and you can just see everyone's face, like their jaw just drop like the f- fuck is going on i mean i still got a laugh at the end but oh man that was all improvised by the way and i'm like and i'm looking at their faces i go i hope you enjoy that because i just came up with it right now yeah yeah dude i'll never improvise uh that's why i took this class my my stand-up uh teacher suggested taking improv i i mean i love improv i think it's just so fun to be able to like dive into like different characters and just you know act out scenes that you wouldn't normally I guess be in you know like mm-hmm. when you're I'm trying to think of something like gibberish like when have we ever <laughs> that is like my favorite favorite like lesson that they teach it's like doing it's hard really... to break though because I'll go home and I'll just be like I'll say something oh. in gibberish 
But now, like, when I stutter or, like, I jumble up words, I just be like, I'm improvising. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm such a great improviser. I wish I can just do gibberish to get out of shit. Like, I'm getting yelled at by my boss. And just walk away. I think you should absolutely do that. That's, like, my substitute for, like, swearing at people now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid move. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I just, like, stand-up is just... It's... I don't know. When you get that first laugh, like, God. Zach, haven't I always told you that? Like, when you get that first laugh on stage, it's everything is easier because it's like, okay, I got him laughing. And then next thing you know, you're rolling with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Oh. It's, it's <laughs> Zach is like a hype man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's you in the That's life. how it's yeah. done. Yeah. I've always wanted to be that guy. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm more nervous waiting to get on stage oh. than I am being on stage dude i question all of my decisions okay (laughs) here we go so listeners i was born in new york but i'm very much a texas girl but i don't know why i still have i guess because my 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 dad still has a new york accent in him so it's i always say all like i spent the majority of my time in texas but i still have this new york-ness in me so anyway that how y'all doing tonight how you doing what's up oh my gosh it's gonna come out it's like my alter ego so what's the plural of all you should know this being a texas girl y'all you're close all y'all oh my gosh all of y'all all of y'all all y'all Oh, but no, there, there really is something special about that that first laugh. Love it, I and love it. It, it honestly just breaks the ice and gives you energy. I'm somebody like I feed off a room, yeah, so I can be in a all? room. I can be in a room off of six people. All right, even though like yeah, I get six people laughing. It's not that loud, so um, my energy isn't there. But now when I did my graduation for stand up level one yeah. i mean that was the biggest crowd i was in front of i think it was like 70 people okay the room That's was solid. packed and yeah. didn't even think about anything else other than just like i want to keep going i want to keep going because yeah. i had them laughing and i don't know i hate small small crowds i think are more personal well you make eye contact with every single one exactly and then <laughs> you you can easily see the ones that aren't paying attention because they're usually oh that's the on their worst. phone on their phone or like you can like see them rolling their eyes even though it's a dark room and like lights are on you but you can see them rolling their eyes or like the shuffle like Ugh, you know like so bored and you're like great i love being up here I, uh, <laughs> my first open mic i did i took a break for a, a year or two yeah and i started again this year and i went to this place in uh I want to say Villa Park. It was called at Lunar Brewing Company. Okay. Lunar Brew. Lunar Brew. And my buddy runs the mic. So he's like, yeah, you nice. should come. And he forgot to tell me that it's usually a, a harsh place to go because mm-hmm. people come for comics that are well-known that show up like usuals. And I was like the third person to go on stage. And not one person gave two shits about me being up there. Oh, and I'm not saying it was my material either because I took that same act and I did it at this place I like to go to called the Ashbury. And I got a huge response. Yeah. So sometimes that's not even your material. Sometimes it's just the room. Well, comedy is subjective, right? So it's like, that's the other thing about open mics. It's like, yeah, I've definitely watched people go up there and I am not connecting with anything that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I would be that person sometimes. I'm like just sitting there. I'm like, oh, God, can't wait for this to well, be like, over. Like, for instance, like that at, at Lunar Brewing, like the guy behind, like who went after me was saying some funny ass shit. I'm like around these people. I'm like. 
what the fuck, y'all? Like he's, I'm, he was funnier than me, and not nobody was laughing. I think I maybe even got one or two more chuckles yeah, like, than he did. Yeah. And here I'm thinking, like, this dude's way funnier than me. Like, I don't know why the hell you guys aren't paying attention. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's why it's so important to, like, just keep, you know, doing that same material for, like, different crowds. See how, you know, you find the beats the more and more that you do it. And not only that, some people are, like, competitive, and they don't want to clap for you. It's like, really? I'm going on now. I've, I've noticed that with, like, some mics mm-hmm. that, that are more here? more uh, comedian based because I usually go to ones where you can play music, you can do poetry, or whatever. Sure. And then you get some comics either they're not paying attention to you because they're focused on their act, oh, okay. or they're okay. just kind of like, I think I can do better. Oh, that is so annoying. <laughs> like I get it. Like no, actually, I don't understand. The Totally Wong Podcast is brought to you by Audiophiles Records. All right, guys. If you like music and you live in the Chicagoland area, I got something for you. Chances are, if you like music, which, face it, everyone does, you like to listen to it on vinyl. Well, if I know one thing about vinyl, the best place to get vinyl from is Audiophil's Records. Audiophil's Records is located at 17 East Van Buren Street, downtown Joliet, Illinois. They buy, sell, and trade vinyl with a large collection of new and pre-loved. They have an amazing music program, too. They carry any and all local music with all the proceeds going back to the artist. And guess what? They'll even put you on the radio. Yep, they will put you on 88.7 FM and get you on the radio. So if you're in a band, you should probably contact them. Best part about this place, it's family-ran business. All right? All they care about is you getting the tunes you're looking for. It's audiophilrecords.com. And before you're thinking, audiophil, F-I-L-L, no, no, no. Audio... And fill the name, all right? It's A-U-D-I-O-P-H-I-L-S-R-E-C-O-R-D-S.com. Audiophil Records, the only place to go for vinyl in Chicagoland area. You should encourage other people. So then you moved from Texas to New York. No, I I moved from, well, I was born in New York. Okay. And then uh, my family and I moved to Dallas uh, when I was like... A toddler. <laughs> and then I m- just moved to Chicago like six months ago. See, I thought you spent recently, like, I thought you went from Texas to New York and then here. So, all my dad's side of the family lives in New okay. York. So, I do uh, go to New York, you know, like just uh, for work and then for my. So, I got some friends out there as well as family. So, like, I will go to so, New York. So, how long have you been in Chicago then? Six months. Six months? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. So, Second City was your way to make friends. Oh my gosh! Wow! What? That's why I took Second City to make friends. No, I mean, what's wrong with making friends? Everybody needs friends. Nothing wrong with making friends. Everybody needs a friend, unless you're a piece of shit. Okay. (laughs) Hey, why do you got to bring me into this? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But actually, to your point, I did. I knew a few people when I moved here. Um, I do have some family here as well, but. yeah, no, I, I actually jumped back into improv because I just wanted to get back into the fun, like the creativity. Like there's things that you do in improv that it just helps like writing jokes because that's the thing. Like when you do stand up, it's like you got to sit and like really think about like, OK, what's mm-hmm. getting all those ideas and stuff. So sometimes improv has a way of like really getting you out of your It helps me sometimes. with my anxiety. Well, that too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's got its healthy benefits. It's just fun. I knew though you must have been doing improv before because like last the last term I'm like she's done this because you're, <laughs> you're you're way too confident out there. I'm oh, not that's saying just that, me. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing though. 
Well, good. Okay, good. Not no. once is confidence ever a bad it's thing. It's so funny. That I actually, I haven't been doing improv in like two years. So that's another reason why I jumped back in because I was like, man, I kind of, you know, I wanted to play. Like, <laughs> it's playtime, you know? It's like such, it's so low stress. Sometimes with stand-up, yeah. like when you take stand-up classes, like every class you're like, okay, what's that one-liner? What's that? You're, it's very, like, you got to think. <laughs> you got to think a lot. I don't like There thinking. is a lot of thinking in the stand-up course. <laughs> it's the ensemble, the support. Yeah. yeah. You're not out there on your own. Yeah, but sometimes I do like being out there <laughs> alone. I do like it's so you were telling me before about like when you're backstage and like you're so I'm so nervous. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go like I I want to. But I'm like back there and I'm like questioning all my decisions. I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I sign up? And then my walkout song is always Drake. Where the something. fuck do you go that you get a walkout song? I've, I have. OK, do one not, time I had a walkout song. One time, I got invited to do a halftime show for a boxing event, which, by the way, people don't give a shit about comedy at a boxing event. Well, that is surprising. What? And they asked me, okay, so what do you what do you want as your, your walkout song? And I have my favorite jam song. It's Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. That's my hype song. That's my drunk song. It's my one of my favorite party songs. Yeah. Did they play it when I walked out? No. no. Did they play it when I walked out? Or walked off stage? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a little bit better because like it was a bad set. No one gave a fuck about me. Everyone's wow. at the bar, you know. And some dudes like, "Who will you fight?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm taking a beating as it is right now." <laughs> but that may be like the best room to be in because you got to really work that off. Oh, if you can I, get a laugh, I was that, jumping around. I was <laughs> screaming and everything. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I, I've never had. That was the only time I got a song. A walkout song. So. I guess it's a, in, in Dallas because I think it's a smaller uh, comedy scene. Maybe, you, I mean, the Dallas Comedy they do that. They give you a walkout song. Uh, not for open mics, just when you're uh, actually doing. Like a showcase? Yeah, a showcase or uh, when you're asked to perform at there. They have stand-up nights uh, on Fridays. So I'm going to Dallas. Yeah, man, go. Make a name for They're myself. They're so great. No, it's just, it's a really good group of people, but my, my walkout song is always something Drake-related. And it's just like, as soon as there's something that happens to me, I'm backstage sweating, I hate everything, and then I hear my name, and I hear the applause, and I hear that Drake song, and I'm like, okay, let's go. I'm like, hey, everyone. Like, I just, such a ham. But, like, I just love being on stage and just like when you have a good show and you can make people laugh it's just anyway there's a little bit I'll of like it. it's like you just love the attention being on you i don't so, care what anyone says there's a little but bit yeah of that. yeah no that's pride exactly but like there's pride in that these are jokes that i worked really hard on and like i got that recognition sometimes i'll write jokes that like are usually darker than what i like i no, sure like i'll write something i'll be like man that's really fucked up even i'll question it like I'm kind of offending myself writing this, but, it's, <laughs> but like it just sounds it sounds funny, so I will keep it in. But yeah, you work hard on your jokes. It's it's not so much pride, but I feel like everyone who does stand up at least yeah, it's validation. That's the perfect word. For grow, it. I mean, growing up with for me, I've always been the family ham. Oh, yeah. Like if there was a camera, like 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 a family video, chances are I'm dancing in front of it, yep. like trying to. I my grandparents would get really yeah well my dad's side they always got annoyed because they rarely saw us so whenever we had the family together like there's eric fucking trying to be center of attention dancing on the camera as opposed to like my mom's side that you know we lived with my mom's grandparents they kind of just 
used to my shit at that point. Yeah. So <laughs> me dancing on camera trying to be like distracting was nothing out of the ordinary. Oh my gosh. I, but I've always been the the wild one. Now my youngest brother, he's the the theater nut. Oh really? He okay. He went out for plays more than I did. I was just kind of like the class clown, never wanted to get on stage because I was always kind of self-conscious. Dipping out, Ron. Yep, gotta go. All right. Bye, creepy Ron. Thank you for for hanging out. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. All mics on Zach. <laughs> you haven't hyped in a minute. You want to say something? <laughs> but yeah, I've always no, no pressure. I, I've, <laughs> okay, I, I've, wow. always, I've always been the uh, class, clown. class clown. That's so funny. So I um, I think, gosh. Growing up, I, I wasn't really the class clown. I was more very, you know, nose in the books kind of gal. Really? Honors, AP, whatever. But those are the Sometimes I feel like the nerdy, quiet ones are the fucking funniest. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, like, for real, because it's it's surprising. So for, like, people that grew up with me, like my cousins, me deciding to go up on stage and be a fucking dork or a goofball, yeah. it's not really as shocking. Like, yeah, like, my cousins will think I'm funny or whatever. Sure. But then if now... If it was different and I grew up I was very quiet mm-hmm. always read books never really talked to anybody and then I get up that you get more of a surprise value a shock value yeah I think so I think it's I think the older I got like the more I really you know you you know yourself better and like yes. you know like I, that's as I got older I started really getting into like watching Saturday Night Live and like getting into comedy and like discovering like stand-up comics that I liked and then listening to like their stand-up albums like Jim Gaffigan's like I college is when I really like dived into comedy like I really like listened to a ton of Jerry Seinfeld Jim Gaffigan went through a day so you were more of a what is it introvert when you're more I I've always been an extrovert that's now, when you're more sociable, right? So I always get them confused. It's actually more like where you get your energy from. So an introvert is one that's like they get energized when they're kind of alone. They're more homebodies and like, you know, they, they're not necessarily antisocial. It's just, again, where you get your energy from. For an extrovert, they get their energy from other people. And like they like being around other people to kind of get that but they don't necessarily always have to be the social butterfly because i feel like some of the reasons why like the most quiet people or who people who grew up quiet are sometimes more funnier is because like for me i was more of a ham so it's like look at me look at me mm-hmm. and I'm, but then when you're more quiet and you keep to yourself you're more looking out so you observing s- observing and you yeah. get to make more jokes because yeah. i'm not really like when I, when I make jokes it's not that observational Really? Yeah. That's. Uh, I would like to point out, by the way, if you hear chatter, uh, that's other Second City people. We're, we're sharing space. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> your, hand, your hands over your mic, Zach, aren't going to do anything. Yeah, it's not. Other than Challenge like, accepted. Like you're praying over it. <laughs> Bless the mic. Um, no, that's cool. Yeah, but I, I was never like a quiet, quiet kid. I just kind of. I wasn't necessarily one end or the other. I wasn't super quiet, not talking. Like, I always had friends. Like, it's not, it wasn't really that. But I, I didn't really dive into my funny until I was more more so in college and working on accents and stuff like that. It's when I started really, I guess, studying. Oh, man, I've been doing voices a ton. I mean, my grandfather, like, I, I always say I wouldn't be who I was today or who I am today if it wasn't for my grandfather because really? he, sh- he showed me my first horror movie he would dr- got me into comic books and cartoons That's awesome. he would do to this day I can't do Donald Duck but he could do Donald Duck <laughs> so like 
because of him, you know, I do voices. So if I want to do my Christopher Walken, <laughs> even though he couldn't do it, I went because of him, you know. And that's awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. that's kind of how I got into like voice. I've been doing yeah. voices since I was like. Oh no, for sure. Kid. You make you mimic, you know, as you a kid to. too. But no, my dad's really funny. He's the practical jokester, so I don't like practical jokes. But that's you know that's where the funny I think comes from in in my family from him. But yeah, it was just you know once I got really like into it, then I really started like man, I could. I can do some accents. You've heard my British one. Like I, I wish I was secretly. She British. loves her British accent. I love my British. You should have started. Accent. You should have started the episode just talking British. Oh, and you that, can edit it, darling. And then we can start it right. Just here. switch it halfway through. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? I have a a Midwestern character. I want to hear it. <laughs> so her name is Susan. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my goodness, <laughs> Susan! I just called Carol the other day. And uh, we, I just went to Target, and uh, and I got one of those. Um, what do you call those things? Those um, <laughs> candle holder something. I got a coupon, and then I. She's uh, from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, Minnesota gets brought up a lot on my show for some reason. Like the one of the last episodes, I think my first episode, me and my friend were talking about Minnesota because really. Yeah, because I always I always compare it to Canada. Do you re- really? To me, like Minnesota and Canada, feel like they're the same pe- thing. A? Do they yeah, say? yeah. They, they have that. Say? They have that kind of talk, don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? That's my favorite. I, I also realized I started off like Southern, and yeah. then I went into you Midwestern. Went southern I totally went. To- <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, no, but anyway, yeah. I yeah, just Arshina is one of many voices. <laughs> I have so many personalities. I can't keep up. Yeah, me, I just I imitate people. So like, I'll imitate people from work, but you, you know, same. I can't well, do it on st- I can't do it on stage because I won't get as big as a laugh if I well, you know, if I was in front of my coworkers. Yeah, they would, you know, at work we imitate everybody, but I can't do that on stage because it's like you don't fucking know who yeah, I'm talking about, know. so it's not the same. Dude, I'm so awkward. Like, I will just. I will go into my British accent with no, like, you know, letting them know that's going to happen. I just, it just happened. So now people are like, Arshin, you should have started that meeting off with a British accent. Now it's a request. Wait, okay. Word. So I feel like accents are harder when they're on request because right? I, I auditioned for a play and they had me read the script in a Cockney accent. Oh accent, God. And I'm like, okay, so now we're being specific here, aren't we? <laughs> oh gosh. And I'm like, what's be. the difference between a British and a Cockney accent? <laughs> Oh, Other cool. than instead of saying ass, they say arse. Is that right? They say arse. Oh, jeez. Arse is British for ass. Right. I in co- uh, a Cockney accent. Oh, God. Other than doing a Liverpool. Oh, wow. Like one of the Beatles. I just like to be very sophisticated. I don't even know what <laughs> suburb that would be. Just yeah. overall British. You ever get stuck in a voice? Like, uh-uh. when I discovered yeah. Christopher Walken, I was doing this days. Oh, day. It didn't go away and then the best part about christopher walken is when you can do the whisper oh my gosh yeah terrifying ask my my family they got really fucking like fed up like couldn't watch any of his good movies like it's a good christopher walken movie like dead zone i was gonna say catch me if you can catch me if you can (laughs) i've seen that movie once and everybody always quotes is like there's a mouse in the butter it's (laughs) it's jenning the butter I, I I've seen it once. So I can't. I don't even know the speech. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay, now you're gonna watch it again because we're, we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Best oh movie I've ever seen him in to this day is Pool Hall Junkies. 
I've never seen that. Watch it. It's hard to find a movie though. It's I was gonna say. I was like, it's. It's it's an outer hard. print. It's an outer print movie. It's one of my favorite films though. Really, that's good. So how do you like the Chicago comedy scene compared to Dallas? So I'm still kind of figuring it out. I mean, I started just improv first. I haven't actually done any stand up here, just because like you know when you move across the country, like having to figure out the city and kind of get settled in, it takes time. So and plus it. I moved in the winter. That's so. the worst time. I know. Here, everyone you, told me. Were you here for the polar vortex? No, I was right after that. Thank God. Yeah, negative 50 degrees. Dude, it had been worse in the city. What do y'all do? Like, I, I remember, like, being in Dallas, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm moving there. It's negative 50. Like, how do you, what do you do? <laughs> what's a, what's a parka? <laughs> <laughs> what's a parka? Like, you don't even, you can't leave your home for like days right like were you not quarantined but like you stock up on food yeah that's all you need that's it you bundle up and uh stock up on on, on pop tarts and on orange i (laughs) see oh my god that's like that's like a 16 year old's like grocery list oh my gosh no but yeah i i i moved in the winter so it's like it's tough to like i didn't make it a priority actually i didn't make it a priority to like start off doing Stand up. See, everyone's yeah. always trying to get me to come out to the city to do open mics. Really? And I got no problem with that, but like where I, I'm currently living now, there's no parking after a certain time. Like, Ugh, so I don't want to get home at like midnight and have to park like two blocks away from my fucking house. As opposed to where I'm moving to, I have a driveway or like personal parking. So it's a lot different. Yeah. But for instance, there's like an open mic I usually know about. Uh, I think it's called Fallen Angels Comedy. And I've always wanted to do their open mic, but it's on Sundays. So I would have to drive home, come back, and it's at 11 o'clock at night on a fucking Sunday. It's like, oh, uh. that's rough. But it's one of those ones where, like, if your open mic is almost like an audition. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They're, like, la- they're laughing at everything we're saying. This is nice. I wonder if the microphones are picking it up. <laughs> That'd be so funny if they weren't, and listeners are like, what are you talking about? They're hearing voices. <laughs> they're like, are they crazy? We promise there's people here. So you said you had embarrassing stories. Oh, so many. Okay, so while you were um, mentioning, like, the accents and stuff, so, like, I uh, I had this uh, – I was out in San Francisco, and Zach is walking away. Zach is heading out, too, so I'm just going to – Hi, Zach. <laughs> Bye. Our hype man is gone. Move this mic away from the crowd of people. Oh, man. No, so there's um, – uh, I was in San Francisco and there's one night where I, gosh, I was, San Francisco to me is like a human garbage disposal, okay? I just am not a fan of that city, mm-hmm. but anyway, anyway, um, so I was going to the mall or something like that and I was like, okay, I'll just walk, you know, because like now I'm, you know, walking everywhere. I was like, yeah. I can do that. Okay, so um, did not do a ton of research of where I was. Apparently, I was in the most sketchy part of town. Did not know that. Same so fan. I, yeah, but like, yes, I know. There's there's moments where like it's kind of neighborhoody, so like you're okay to walk around. Then there's you know there's uh, neighborhoods that you shouldn't be walking by yourself. <laughs> um, so I walk out of my hotel, and first thing I this was like seven eight o'clock at night. Okay, and the first thing I see is a homeless man with one leg. And he's like propped up against the hotel and he's like looking at me, you know, just the thing of nightmares. And I'm like, oh, hey, Frank. So anyway, I just keep walking. And I was just like, is this a good like it just gets sketchier and sketchier. It's like by yourself. I am by myself. And like I just was like, "Okay, or she just do that's how that's how like 
a Dirty Harry movie star. It's like Dude, some poor girl walking by I herself know. Every... gets killed. Next thing you know, you're on Law and Order and you hear, dun dun. I know. It's like, I just, I was only going like, it was a 10, 10 minute walk. So that's why I was like, otherwise I would have Ubered or whatever. But I'm like, no, I can do this. How bad could it be? And, you know, a 10 minute walk. Oh, the worst. So I'm like, and I know listeners can't like see me, yeah. but I am very like not intimidating at you're all. Not, I not. am not, I cannot find a anyone. A breeze could blow you up. I mean, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know. And I know that. I mean, she's tough. She can kill somebody. <laughs> with my hoop earrings. No. Uh, so I'm walking down and I was like, okay, this is getting horrible. And like, I just, I'm like, nope, I'm going to do it. And like, I'm going to walk. I'm going to get here. And like, I end up walking through like homeless central because I see it's like the street that's right by. It's like San Fran or San Francisco's uh, oh, man. Wacker Drive. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like all these, it's like golems you know just yeah. like all these different like creatures coming out ones like uh, isn't like la notorious for that i i don't i think it's is LA. it california i don't know i think california well no i no, i saw this on facebook so it could be entirely wrong sure we all know we can trust facebook but i could have sworn it's like it was like la or something has like the highest like homeless rate i okay i want to say that it's actually I mean, LA's definitely up there, but like, I want to say that SF has more of a because I see population. I see a lot of movies that like take place in like California, sure. and there's always like that one strip by a highway where it's like a village of tents. Uh, yeah. Oh, San Francisco for sure. Is that San Francisco? I think okay. so. Tent city, unfortunately. Okay, that's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but oh man, it was like, I mean, I am just like this teeny little woman okay just trying to get just trying to get to the mall ridiculous and i'm like walking through this like homeless like hubbub and like i already saw the guy with the one leg and then i see a man pooping okay <laughs> pooping right in front of me made eye contact as he was doing it. i was like great i love this i like how the, the eye contact was involved oh okay, my god so I, I rarely come to the city on my own and for some reason i had a modeling interview oh my god I'm a boxer. I auditioned no, okay. for a play, and now I've okay. got it. Okay. I've done a lot in my life. Yes. I, sh- I shit you not. You I'm... are so talented, Eric. Uh, no, so <laughs> I actually was in like a deep depression, and I came across this modeling agency. It's like, oh, now send I'm us a selfie, whatever. And like, I, I'm like, whatever. I need to pick me up, and they, sure enough, they called me back. And here's the f- okay. So here's the funny story. I w- I wanted to do acting, and you know if they pick you, whatever they call you in, and. They scheduled me at the same time as the children. <laughs> I am in this room oh with God. all. I'm in this room with all these little kids and their their mothers. And it was the first time I'm like I'm looking at a kid and I'm looking at the mother like, I'm old enough to be your parent. And, oh, and I'm looking man. at some of these single moms. I'm like, I, now I wish I was your parent. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh! And I'm sitting here like, how fucking old did they think I am? Because I think I was like twenty, twenty. Two or okay. three, because I just lost like eighty pounds the oh, year wow. from the year before. That's awesome. And uh, anyways, there's not much more to that story. But as I'm walking, I went down there by myself, and I'm walking down Michigan Avenue, and I'm seeing shit all over the, uh, the street. I'm like, that is too big to be a dog. And sure so enough, worst. when you get to the when you get to the bridge, there's a dude, a homeless dude, shaking his pant leg out. And oh. shit flying all over oh, the place oh god what an image my goodness yeah it was just there was some and there was like drugs being dealt and like this is the worst 
it's like this is the worst street i could possibly have gone down to like all these scary creatures and i'm just like literally like i pretend like again you were mentioning Keep your keys in your hands so you can oh, smack somebody dude, i was acting my <laughs> i was acting so much like i had my hoop earrings on i was like don't talk to me all right <laughs> this is where my new york comes out i'm like don't talk to me all right all right like trying to get down the street but internally i'm just like please don't talk to me Look, i'm tough like beyonce i'm tough like I'm beyonce so tough. <laughs> I don't even know what makes Beyonce tough. That's just all I could think of. I don't know. I was just, I was just like, I'm a New Yorker. I can do this. I'm not. Okay, I am not. But I like, you know, you just have to get through this. Like acting, like I could do something, but I literally just had to get through. I'm like, just get through. Don't look at anybody. But if anyone were to stop me, I'd be like, please don't talk to me. Like I would have just broken. They character. could just ask for directions. Just, just take my purse. <laughs> do you want this? Here are my credit cards. Like I just, my goodness. But of course, like naturally, like I. It's not as embarrassing, but for me, I was just like, of course, this is definitely, like, what I would do. But, like, I was telling a friend that story. She's like, Arshine, you know you could have taken, like, this street and this street, and, like, you would have just missed all of that? And I was like, great. Thank you, Google Maps. Thank you so much for this. So, anyway, that was... I mean, there are parts of Chicago you got to be... If you know, There are parts of Chicago... Like, I was an Uber driver for a while yeah and i'm like i'm not going to this neighborhood i'm not going to that neighborhood yeah right i will deny your ride as soon as i get like i'll take you yeah. close to it but like that was back when like uber really didn't sometimes wouldn't give you an exact address or where you're going or we wouldn't tell you what neighborhood it really was you're kind of just yeah. following directions so now you can actually say no but yeah no i i like stay within my little little bubble like i know like that was just you know i know I know San Francisco enough, but, like, that was just that particular area. I had no idea how. Like, I know there's homeless men everywhere, but, like, homeless people everywhere. But, like, that was one street where I was like, oh, this is where they congregate. This is where they, you know, have a little social gathering. Great. See, out by me, up a Harlem Avenue by the uh, 290 exit, it's like you get a homeless person on every corner. Oh, great. And they're always trying to sell you something. Oh, jeez. But... I, I judge by the clothes. If you have nicer shoes than me, which a lot of them do, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give you That's, anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, if yeah. I, the, now there are parts of Chicago I drive through and, like, under viaducts or living in tents. That's a different story. Yeah. yeah I mean, if, you're, if you pop your head out of the tent and I'm there, like, just a couple bucks. Oh, my gosh. I'd rather buy some food, though. Gosh. That's not – yeah, I give food. Oh, my gosh. I One time I was walking back home and there was a homeless man there and I just gave him my granola bar and he was like, what's this? <laughs> I was like, it's food. Oh, I get that too. I was by Chipotle one time oh and I remember it was like the day before payday and I had enough in my bank account to get like a burrito. Oh, this wow. guy was asking for food. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I spent an extra dollar that I didn't have to get him a bag of chips. I give him a bag of chips. Yeah. He's like, well, what's this? I go, it's chips. He's like, I don't want chips. I want meat. I'm like, well, then you can give back the chips. He's like, Nah, I keep them. And he walked away. I'm like, yeah, that's uh-huh. my fucking thought, man. Jeez, wow. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, I, just, I didn't literally have, didn't have cash either. You my know. goodness, wow. All right, I think uh, I think oh. we're good on time here. Yeah. Uh, Arshin, thanks for uh, for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Got to find out a little bit more about you. Uh, once again, uh, check out the Instagram page at Totally Wong Podcast and leave a rating and review. Once again, I read them on the air. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Arshin, once again, thank you. Thanks, guys. And uh, I will see you next week.